Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 383, recorded live on Saturday, October 25th, 2014. And here are your hosts, the man who needs some caffeine to wake him up, Dave Pillay. Hey! And the man who ran a 5K instead, Andy Lowe. Hi. You just like got up and ran a 5K this morning. Uh, pretty much. Uh, I was given, uh, we sponsor the Kalamazoo Campus Classic. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it's actually more Western Michigan's Campus Classic. It's a 5K race that they run every homecoming Saturday in the morning. And so we had a free entry to that one. So I was given that. So I, uh, registered yesterday afternoon and then, uh, ran this morning. Okay. So you, you woke up and ran 5K. Yes. And you had no caffeine before that. Uh, I had a lot of caffeine before that. Uh-huh. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm shaking my coffee cup, my mug here, and I'd say I had about 12 ounces of coffee or so. No, maybe maybe 10. I had about 10 ounces of coffee this morning. Okay. And then I ran at 5K. So... Yeah, that coffee is cold and disgusting. <laughs> Uh, so, so this idea of needing caffeine to wake up—you didn't really wake up with the five K. There was a a drug in your system. Yeah, I was running dirty. A, a psychoactive drug. I needed it though. Oh my gosh, the pills. <laughs> Andy, well, I like I posted like an addict, on, man. I, it, it, I ran a marathon six days ago. It's, it, I feel like I get some some break. Why do you feel like you get some break? Because I ran a marathon six days ago, and then I decided, hey, this morning I'll run a 5K also. Uh, how was the marathon? It's good. Uh, goal was 4.30, and I crossed in 4.29 and 30-some-odd seconds. That is a very, very... Uh, were, were you running as a pacer or with a pacer? or? Um, I was running with a pace group for the first couple of miles, and then my boss... Uh, mind you, there was... I think they said there was about 30,000 runners yeah. this year. Yeah. My boss was also running the marathon. Somehow found me while we were running right around mile uh, 4 or 5. Okay. With, you know, like 20 to go. Yeah. And so uh I followed him till about mile 14, 15, something like that. Okay. And then he disappeared. I lost him because I was running slower than he was. And then all of a sudden he appears behind me again by like mile 15 and then he leaves me in the dust. So I was following him for a bit, but the last, I'd say the last 10 miles or so, I was pretty much running on my own. Okay. It's just that that's very, very, very close to your your target time. Yeah. So that's very impressive. Yeah, I'm going to run a 4.30 and then I run a 4.29 in 38 and seconds. And 30 seconds. So, you know, plus or minus the error in your phone, which is yeah. probably ne- like negligible, but it's more likely plus or minus the error of not running in a straight line. No, yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, that so, was... Well done, sir. Well done. Round of applause. That's why there was no uh, episode... Last uh, week. Last week. Yep. Well, there was a random topic recap last week. Andy Andy sent me a message on, like, Friday saying, hey, I'm running a marathon. I'm like, oh. Well, no, you did think I was running it the, the weekend week before. before. Yeah. Which I had to correct you that one, because the weekend before I was fun. I wasn't doing anything. Right. Which is why we recorded. Yeah. But last weekend, that one, yes, I was actually, you know, running a marathon. Okay. And you did. That was your first marathon too, right? 
No. No, not not your first full marathon? No. Oh, who am I thinking of that they're about to do? The, okay, I have another friend then that's about to run their first full marathon. Sorry. I'm like, I think... I have too many runner friends. I don't get it. It's like, Dave, we talked about... I reviewed the Detroit Marathon. Yeah, I but believe. I thought you might have just done the half. No, I did the half 2011 and 2012. No. Andy, once you start running longer than, you know, like a mile, it's just running. That's that's kind of how it is in my brain. No, no, no. Yes, I, I understand that there's a difference. There's a significant difference. But in my brain, you run. That is what you do. Okay. I was going to say uh, three miles is normally the cutoff. The 5Ks, I can, it seems, just get up and do those every morning. Then half marathon, that takes a little bit of practice. Full marathon, that takes 20 weeks of commitment. And preparation. And preparation, yes. Now, are, are you going to let yourself fall out of that and then just kind of keep going in that cycle? Or are you, do you want to keep yourself at a place where you could be like, I'd like to run a marathon in two weeks? Um, well, my next marathon is going to be the Martian Marathon in Dearborn in April. And so if you subtract 20 weeks from that, that's pretty much December 1st. But you're already in marathon form. Oh, no. No? Well, I, I'm defining marathon form as you have the ability to complete a marathon in a reasonable amount of time. If you made me go out right now and try and complete a marathon, it would end in tears and pain. But you just did it. Yes, I know I just did that. And my legs this morning decided to turn into stone. <laughs> Well, so I, I assume that there's some amount of recovery time. Yes, yes. I, I guess one week is not enough for me. Okay. Are you doing stretches every day? Uh, I try to. I tried doing yoga after the day after the marathon. Oh, that had to be fun. <laughs> yeah, it looked like I was... Oh, the, the shakiness and the... the was... Yeah. Uh, that was something. But... Uh, I'm going I'm to scale it back. I've got the, the turkey trot on Thanksgiving morning, and then I'll just start ramping back up again for 20 weeks on the next one to try and get under 4.15 this time rather than under 4.30. Ooh, all right. Yeah, I'm thinking I've, I've been pretty much doing about, as long as I stay with the, the training plan, I can normally drop about 15, 13 to 15 minutes each time. So we'll see what's how this the, next one goes. What's the record? What's the record for a marathon? Yeah. Like two hours, less than, I don't. And to Google he goes. Uh, two hours and two minutes. Damn. He he did the world record at two hours and two minutes. Turns out he actually had to run at a world record pace because the guy who finished second finished in two hours and three minutes and 13 seconds. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's some stiff competition where you have to run at a but world record pace because the guy behind you is also running at a world record pace. Wouldn't, wouldn't you always have to run at a world record pace to finish in world record time? Well, no, but just saying, like, if you're running a marathon, to, to win that marathon race, you don't have to run at world record pace. Like, I think the, the Detroit Marathon, the guy who won that one, did it in, like, two hours and, like, 30-some-odd minutes. Right. But I'm not worried about winning that marathon. I'm oh, saying, like... I want to say the world record, yes. Don't you have to run at the world record pace to set a world record? <laughs> yes, very true. Like, it's... That's that's kind of how it goes, right? Just, unless like you know, you run really, really slow for most of it, and then super fast for like the last little bit. That, but then you're still averaging at a world record pace. Yeah. So yeah. 
Okay, I'll get you what you're meeting with that one. Thank you. Well, congratulations, sir, on the marathon and the follow-up 5K. Is that like just your cool down at this point? Yeah, it's just it's like I, I'm not even going to grab my iPod and then grab my phone, not my little running app, nothing. Didn't even take music with you. You just no, went out and... I just went out and ran it because I wasn't expecting to do anything. It was just, oh, I'm going to run it. Why not? Because that's boring? Well, it's interesting to see. Okay. It's the first time for everything, so... So, I would like to... Uh, Move on to topics? I, well, I, I, we, we've pat you on the back. I'd like to pat myself on the back real quick. Okay. And this kind of leads into topics. Uh, Beyond Earth came out. Civ 5 is sucking nope. you back in, isn't it? It's not Civ 5. It's Civ 5. It's not Civ 5. It's not a conversion mod for Civ 5. It is a standalone game. It is still hex-based... But that's like saying Civ 3 was just Civ 2. Okay, it's still hex-based. Is the map in the same location, and does it look the same? No. The map doesn't look the same? The map is in the top right, and it does not look the same. I mean, it looks like a mini-map. Okay. But it's not... It, it's it's much darker. I'm just seeing if somebody's already done some comparisons between Civ 5 and Beyond Earth. Okay. So anyway, I wanted to pat myself on the back because it unlocked here at 11 o'clock on Thursday night. And I was in bed by 12.30 Friday morning. So you only played it for an hour? Not even. I played it for like 25 turns. And then I said, nope, I got to go to bed. Okay, then. So I'm guessing we're going to hear about this in the future. In the Yeah, I, I played a little more yesterday. I don't have nearly enough to qualify for a review. Okay. But yes, you will, I'm sure, be hearing about it in the future, especially once Andy buys it. Not going to buy it right away. It's on my wish list. You know, Julie and Brendan said that too. Yes, I know, but we're just a f- group of friends who are our enablers. Yeah, that is that is truth. <laughs> Not going to argue that one because we all know it's true. Yep. All right. Uh, so topics. Sure. Topics. Lots of topics. It'd be nice to see if well, we could get some sales numbers for Beyond Earth. It's Have they published that yet? It came out on, what, Thursday? Yeah. That's, I, I highly doubt we'd have sales numbers already. Okay. By the way, you can get it for 37 bucks on Green Man Gaming. And they give you a Steam code. Well, okay. So I'm, it's 37. I'm still, uh, I'm still good. What are you waiting for it to go down to? I don't know. 37 is, is like, uh, it's 12% off, 15% off. Yeah, I'm good. It's 15% off. What are you waiting for? <laughs> I don't know. I what, st- what price point are you looking for, Andy? I'm not sure at the moment. I feel like my current gaming habits are well taken care of. Okay. And I do not need to spend $37 on a game that I know is going to try and suck my soul out one turn at a time. You know, again, Andy, it's, it's, that is, that is a question of willpower. And I have now demonstrated that I'm able to just say, nope, that's good. I think you might be able to do that too. I think we've matured to that point. It's just $37. It just doesn't feel like it's worth it for me right now. Okay. That is that is your prerogative, and I will stop trying to convince you on the podcast to buy it. You caveated that with on the podcast, didn't you? Yeah. Yes, okay. I did. Okay. Uh, don't see any sales figures for it yet. <laughs> it came out on Thursday. It's not even the first weekend yet. Right. So wouldn't you want to put out, like, here's what we sold in day one? I feel like you'd want to put out, here's what we sold opening weekend, but well, that's more movie-based, right? Right. Speaking of movie-based. Yeah? Netflix. Ooh, what about Netflix? 
Well, uh, among other things, Netflix is is trying to beat out movie theaters. Okay. And so Netflix is making agreements with movie studios to release movies simultaneously in theaters and on Netflix. I'm not sure how I feel about that because there are movies that I don't care enough to want to go see them in the theater and all that jazz and pay the $30 now it would cost us to go see them. Tickets mm-hmm. plus popcorn plus pop, pretty right around 30 right? Yep. And uh, movie's like, yeah, it's not really that exciting. Maybe I'll wait for it to go to FMG, but still that one takes it down to what, uh, 450 now or 475 now for the two tickets so nine plus another takes it down to 20 so that's like 10 bucks off that's that's the cheap movie tickets so i don't know i mean we have a theater here where if you go on a tuesday it's five dollars ah yes the classic tuesday tuesday matinees that used to be my thing Oh. Well, it's it's any time on Tuesday. Oh, I would just always go on Tuesday matinees because I would be in the theater by myself, and yep. it was amazing. It's any time on Tuesday. It's reclining seats. It's the Dolby Atmos sound. Five bucks. What was the last movie you saw in the theaters? Cap three. <laughs> really? Not three. Two. Sorry, I've been paying attention to Marvel. Uh, Cap two. The last movie you saw in the theaters was Cap two. I think. Has there been anything after that that I would have seen? I think Winter Soldier might have been the last one. Wow. Right? Was there anything else that came out after that? I don't know what you go see in the movie theaters. <laughs> I'm, well, now I'm I'm curious, and now like I want to go and look at my credit card statement to see if there's anything there. What would I, what else would I have seen? Like, there's there hasn't been anything that's really been gripping to me. But why do you ask? Well, I was just curious just to see how much this would have actually affected your movie-watching habits if movies would have come out on Netflix well, at the same time. I have Netflix. Yes. So I might be watching more movies. But as you said, there was nothing that was really gripping towards you. Right. That you nothing- wanted to... It's not that I don't want to see it. It's that I don't want to take the time to go to the theater to go see it. So there might have been a movie that you would have been like, oh, that might have been interesting to see. Yeah. But not seen it, you know, in the theater. In the theater, right. I'm guessing Edge of Tomorrow might be along the lines for that for you. Maybe. I wonder if that's going to be on Netflix. Well, granted, I don't have Netflix, but also granted, I saw that in the theater. Yep. Just in case you're wondering, the last movie I saw in the theater was Box Trolls. Okay. Sort of like uh, Coraline and that sort of type of movie, claymation based. Okay. Did you see the, uh, I assume you saw the Age of Ultron trailer. Yes. That's actually one of the topics is the fact that it got leaked online early because it was, wasn't supposed to hit until uh, Tuesday during Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. But it got leaked early and it was a pretty crappy version that got leaked. It was basically some of these like camera camera phones sort of thing. Yeah. So then uh, Marvel uh, officially blamed Hydra for it. <laughs> No, on the on the official Marvel Entertainment Twitter feed, they said, damn it, Hydra, and then they released the um, actual yeah. version. Hail Hydra. I mean, um... <laughs> you will comply. Oh, God. Stop it. Some people might not have seen it. True. I'm still, like, two episodes behind, but I know that one. So maybe I'm only one episode behind. But yeah, Age of Ultron trailer released. I like the background music choice. Oh, the Pinocchio? Yeah. Oh. Which... If you've got Disney... Right. Like, why wouldn't you use the fact that you are owned by Disney? Yeah. 
Oh, that's... I'm very interested, especially, well, half the trailer was taken up by the Hulkbuster suit, so... So here's my question. Yes. And and for those of you who have not yet seen the trailer for Age of Ultron or, uh, you know, you, you don't want spoilers at all because you think modern movie trailers spoiler everything, skip ahead by, like, three <laughs> minutes or go watch the trailer. Because I can tell you... It, other than there, there isn't a lot of answers in this trailer. It's a lot of, it's literally like a lot of questions of, yep. wait, why, who, where, what? So here's, here's question number one. Okay. Is it actually Iron Man in the Hulkbuster? We don't know, do we? It is, it is an Iron Man suit in the Hulkbuster suit. Yeah. But the whole point of Ultron. Oh, that would put a different twist on things. Hmm. Yeah. I never thought of that one. That would be interesting. Right? Yeah. What was Stark working on in the last Iron Man movie? Uh, tons of... Well, he... But he... He... He, he quit that. What was Stark working on in the last Iron Man movie? The, uh, Extremis. No. Extremis was what other people were working on in the last Iron Man movie. Yes, but then... Stark was working on, uh, remote-controlled suits. Yes. Yes, he was. And thought-controlled suits. Very true. So it might be a remote-controlled Hulkbuster. Well, put the two together. You have a lot of tech for remote-controlled suits, and you have a crazy and insane AI. Yes. So, yeah. But then he's also had other people in the suits as well. Yep. So it could be anybody. I wonder if it could be... Because... Cap would never do it. No, Cap wouldn't be in the suit. Um... Black Pepper. Widow might be in there. Nah. No? Nah. Because they've, they've always had that weird Hulk, Black Widow thing going on. Nah. Right. Wouldn't be wouldn't be Black Widow. Why would she want to be in a suit like that? I don't know. She's all about stealth and Yeah, and, and she, last time she tried to face the Hulk, she just ran, and so... Yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't that would not be her style. All right, all right I'm I'm retracting that one from the record. Okay, My Hulk apologies. Buster. Hulk Buster is not agility. Hulk Buster is raw strength. Yeah. Oh, April cannot come soon enough. Oh man, we have to wait until April. Yeah, six months. Damn it. And then Ant Man after that. Yes, that one's going to be interesting. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting because Ant Man alone is is so so. Usually, it's Ant Man with Stark and Reed. Yeah. Well, Reed, who's getting his own movie coming up, is it? It's the Fantastic Four reboot. Yep. Well, Which is owned by Fox. Yeah, that's still, Fox. Right? Yeah. So Fantastic that's not going to happen. Fox. What do you mean it's not going? Well, they won't be in there, but it's going to happen. I mean, they're having a movie. But yes, there is a movie, but it's not going to have Ant Man in it because nope, of- it's not the Marvel Cinematic Universe. No. And then there's the Venom movie. Oh, and the Sinister Six movie and all that. Sinister stuff. Six, which will be Spider Man, but after that is another one called Venom Carnage. Also, uh, not also. That one's owned by Sony. Yeah. Um, but here's here's the other thing is that Avengers three is supposed to be the Civil War. And think about the main players in the Civil War. Civil War was basically Iron Man versus Captain, wasn't it? Yep, but there was a third very, very key player that really swung the story. I have not actually read the Civil War. I've Civil War is when Peter Parker reveals to the world who he is. Oh, who owns Spider Man is Sony. Yeah, but oh, there's that would be. There's a rumor that's been flying around that Sony is going to loan him to Disney. Oh, goodness. 
that would be a bit nuts. It's not unprecedented. No. Uh, who framed Roger Rabbit? That is the precedent. Yeah, because everybody got together for the classic cartoons on that one. That was Warner Brothers and Disney. Getting together, yeah. So there, there is precedent for loaning characters. Uh, also, uh, uh, more recently, Fix-It Felix. With all of the computer characters, yeah. All the different video game companies lent yeah. their characters. So there's there's plenty of precedents for it. Hmm. But damn, that that's impressive if that happens. Oh, very true. Okay, so Age of Ultron, April. Yep, what else we got? Um, Android 5.0. Lollipop, 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 lollipop. Hey, we're not allowed to sing. But it's the lollipop song. Then at least sing it in key. <laughs> I can never not sing even it in, in key. Not even in the key that they sang it in. Just pick a key and stay there. It was probably some modal minor key or something. Yeah, no. <laughs> Thank you, no, for getting that stuck in my head, by the way. That's that's awesome. I'm going to have to deal with that all day. You're welcome. You are a bastard. Oh, good times. Now Johnny hates you. Android 5.0, Android lollipop, because uh, people are looking for the L's, and so Google decided they'd go with candy. I still would have preferred uh, lemon meringue. They did have a really cute video of, like, tryouts for the name. That one might actually be interesting to see. It's it's just a bunch of people dressed up as different L desserts. <laughs> like, talking about the qualities of their dessert. So... Um, no, no, like groundbreaking changes. There's the kill switch built in. That's kind of nice. That's the one that's required legally by the state of California. Uh, security encryption is built in. So it's all, you know, turned on. Your phone is encrypted. People can't just open it and get the data. So the question is how long before it comes down to my S5? Uh, that depends on Samsung. (laughs) At this point, I've kind of given up on existing phones getting new versions. Yeah, I I don't doubt that one. That's Right. It's like in in the early days of Android everything was happening, excuse me, happening so fast that that had to happen. But now the phone is good, the phone's going to last and the the OS is going to last for X amount of time that I you know, I'm really okay if my G3 doesn't get Android 5. There was nothing groundbreaking in the new version that I'm super excited about. I yeah, I can't think of anything that's super exciting. I'm looking through the features of L, and I'm just like, well, there's the battery saving, but my phone already right. Like I don't run out of battery. Well, if I do do that, then it's um, I can just turn on my power saving modes that I've already got built into the Samsung Touch OS. So uh-huh. I wonder if this encryption by default means I can finally get rid of the stupid knocks and not, you know, put a flag on my warranty. Get rid of what knocks? K-N-O-X, that security framework that's in the Samsung phones that um, uh, has... That lets you, so you can't root it? Yeah. Um, no, that, that'll probably still be there. Oh, damn it. But it's there, right? Lollipop is, is out, and in fact, Google's released the SDK, or is releasing it soon. So you can expect to see updates from Cyanogen and other independent mod companies. What else we got? That, that sounds got like it's here? a pretty dead-end topic. Like it's this coming. happened. Yeah. It's, come, it's there. Have fun. Um, Microsoft is going to come out with their own smartwatch, supposedly. Okay. I was thinking about smartwatches. How much was your, your Samsung Fit? Samsung Gear Fit, I do believe I got it for 150 
All right. That sounds a pretty appropriate price point. Yeah, 150 uh, One of my bosses' bosses-ish, because the company structure's a little weird. Uh, he's got one of the Pebble watches, and he loves it. That one, the Pebble's 200 Well, the Pebble Steel is 200 Okay. Yeah, I was looking at the price point for watches, and not sure if I want to grab one or not. So just this is an aside, and this is actually kind of going back to the running one there. Remember how I did my own running app? Yeah. That would text Kate like when I was planning on finishing? Yeah. I added a second layer to that where um, it would send a message to my watch telling me the last mile and my estimated finish time so cool. I didn't have to look at my phone. Ooh. I would just tap my phone. It would vibrate saying, hey, I'm doing it. And then uh, a few seconds later, it would pop up on my wrist saying like, mile... Mile time was like nine minutes and 42 seconds. Estimated finish time, four hours and something. Nice. I was very pleased with that one. Granted, um, I had to learn that uh, I need to change it a little bit because the notifications started stacking up. <laughs> so I would have to go and delete the notifications off of the watch. Otherwise, you'd, it would still only tell me the oldest one. And it's just like, no, no, that's that's old information. Hold on. But still, that was kind of a neat. I was like, oh, this is, I've got a smartwatch. I can use this. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, something to consider is to have the watch automatically, or the phone automatically do it every mile. The problem with that is that would have to be GPS-based. Oh, you turn off your GPS? Yes, to save on battery life. How does it know how fast you've run? Oh, because you've got the markers. Yeah, there are markers by the side of the road, so every time I pass a marker, I just tap my phone and it does its thing. I I have been thinking about setting it up, though, to either do a GPS as a... Because there's been a couple of times when I've been running with this where I would miss a mile marker without thinking about it. Mm -hmm. So then I would have to, like, tap it twice the next mile, and so just to... it would mess up a little bit, but then get back to the normal. Yep. So um, I'm thinking about a way of either A, sitting up there so I can tell it, maybe doing like a long hold or something that, hey, I missed a mile, do two. Mm-hmm. Or doing a time between the things. I don't know. I'll have to think about it. I've got 20, 24 weeks since the next time I'm going to use it. So yep. I got time. It's still a very clever app, and it's a great way to save battery by not using the GPS. Yeah, because... Believe me, there have been people who spent hours mapping out this course and measuring it in the whole nine yards. So, Or 24 miles, yeah. as the case may be. They've done it by bicycles. They've done it with the little, like, rolly things. They've done, they've done their work to get it certified that, yes, the course is exactly this long and the mile markers are where they're supposed to be. Yep. So why have the GPS, especially if I'm running through the tunnel, the GPS will drop out and then it will freak out. <laughs> uh, this year we ran underneath Kobo Hall. GPS units also freaked out at that because you were under a giant building for about half a mile. Mm-hmm. So it's the... I just got to remember not to turn on my data in Canada. <laughs> yeah, probably not the best thing to do. Yeah, I got to remember to shut that off when I'm in Canada, but still have it so it sends the text messages. Yep. But yeah, would you want a Microsoft smartwatch? How much and what does it do? They don't know the price yet. Does it work with Android and or iOS? They are saying that Microsoft was planning to ensure its wearable device could sync with the Windows Phone, Android, and iOS. Okay. So there, it could have cross-platform ability, which would be nice. Yeah. That's, that's the problem with the Samsung one is 
as soon as I get a non-Samsung phone, I got to do something with this. Yeah, although it looks like you can use that with non-Samsung devices. You just have to root those devices. You have to root the devices, and I have to root this watch as well, which there there is stuff on the XDA forums how to do it. <laughs> of course there is. Yeah, of course. It's an Android device. Of course there's a way of rooting it. But think about that. A two-day battery life is what they're saying for it. For the Microsoft watch? Yes. It's pretty good. We'll have an optical sensor for heart rate, just like mine does. It will passively track the user's heart rate. Mine does not do that, unless I'm actually telling it to purposely track my heart rate continuously. Yep. I just want, like, it, so it's Android Wear, I assume, in the sense of it's compatible with Android. Like, are they following the standards? I don't know. This is all still speculation. Well, but, oh, don't, okay. So speculation. So we have no idea. No. Okay. Forbes, though, has it from reliable sources inside Microsoft that this is hopefully going to be announced within a few weeks. Well, no shit that they have sources that hope it will be announced. That's not news. <laughs> okay. Well, so that's that's good. Thank you for letting us know. That there could be another player in the wearable market. We really got to get yep. Kyle on here at some point. Is Kyle doing wearables? Oh, yeah, he's doing wearables. Okay, then let's get Kyle on here. <laughs> I'll have to contact him again and see if I can get him on. Okay. So what else do we got here? Speaking of Windows, here we go, and Microsoft, you can now spend $50 and get an adapter that makes your Connect work on your pc cool remember what happened last time they did that no what happened last time they did that research jumped forward true so that's exciting because the new connect is supposed to be even more specific and more versatile they also announced the connect sdk version 2.0 is also available to download for free so you could spend $200 and have your, the brand spanking new Connect with the adapter to run it on State PC. of the art. Yeah. Cool. And do your own fun little Windows apps and such. All right. So we're getting closer and closer to Minority Report. You mean the technology, not the whole overarching um, Crimes culture. in the future? Yeah. Uh, well, the, so, so the, the time travel part we're still missing. Yes. The culture part we might actually be getting closer and closer to. That it's okay to punish someone now for something they're going to do. Uh, I'm still iffy on that part of it. Oh, no. The- like, it's, it's, to me, it's a terrible thing. But, like, you know, it, it's something to consider as the technology keeps growing. Are people responsible for their thoughts? Man, if somebody was trying to track my thoughts, I'd feel so sorry for them. I wouldn't, because it won't be a person. It'll be a computer. True, but the computer will be like, this guy's crazy. Well, yes, but we all know that. <laughs> I think it would also be able to track your thoughts. True. I don't think, as, as special and unique as you are, Andy, if we had a computer that could track human thoughts, I don't think it would actually have any trouble tracking yours. No, no, it wouldn't. It would just... It would be a, a very branching structure. <laughs> there might be some gaps where there, there are just jumps. What's really interesting is how it would handle where I think of remembering something, but I remembered it incorrectly. Ooh. Because human thought is fallible. Imperfect. Yeah. Yeah. Dirty, dirty humans that are imperfect. I mean, um, 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 what? All right. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Connect PC adapter. It's out there. You can get it. That's kind of cool. Yes. More Netflix. Well, not really Netflix. Not really Netflix? I mean, there is another Netflix. Uh, Friends is coming to Netflix. Really? You put it like, you, yeah. You honestly submitted a topic about Friends. It, I, okay, I'll delete it. That's fine. 
No, you don't have to. It's already it's, out there. We no, already talked about it's, it. It's gone. See, it's what? poofed. It doesn't exist anymore. I've retracted it from that. the record. More Netflix-ish news then instead of Netflix itself. I thought it might be people. I didn't like the show, but other people did. It was a very popular show for many years. Yes, but then the correlation between people who enjoyed Friends and our listening audience is probably higher than you think. I feel like you're overestimating that. Okay. If you are a listener of this podcast and I have offended you by saying that Friends, uh, you didn't listen to Friends, please let me know. Watch Friends. One does not listen to a TV show, usually. True. I mean, you do listen, but you, you also watch. Yes. And, and in that context, watching includes listening. Fun fact, television broadcast was just a combination of an AM radio broadcast and an FM radio broadcast. Which one was the image? Image was AM based. Okay. The audio was still an FM is, signal. Is that why they had two antenna? I don't know. Because it was the bunny ears? I don't know. I'd have to look that up. Cause, uh, well, well, it's not. It's not the case anymore. That's for certain. Because right, the new but ASTC we don't have it. Sand, a, a, T, a, T, right. TVs don't have the the two bunny ears anymore. It's it's yeah. ATSC. Okay, there we go. I don't know. Now I feel like I have to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna research that so, about the bunny. So ears. would it would it have been possible to get an image but no sound and sound but no image? Yes, if your tuner is not uh, working correctly, you could get one or the other. What if I got the sound from one and the image from the other? <laughs> uh, that one really wouldn't work all that well because the spacing would not be set correctly. Well, but like if, if I, you know, I was an electrician in the 30s. Yes. And I went in and opened up the cabinet and spliced it apart because I assume it, it kind of sinks it or merges it somewhere in there. But yes. it, there have to be two inputs. There's the audio input and the video input. And if I tuned the audio input to channel one and the video input to channel two. Now you're, oh man, you know how long it's been since I looked up the <laughs> origins of analog television broadcasting? Have fun. You're going to sick me down a rabbit hole, aren't you? Nerd snipe. So HBO is coming without a cable subscription now. Yeah, that would be the Netflix-ish news. That HBO, which we talked about earlier, that, that HBO said they were thinking about this. Well, they thought about it, and they have made the decision to go ahead with it. So very soon, which is to say spring of next year, you will be able to subscribe to HBO Go without having a cable TV package. Huh. You want to see Game of Thrones when it airs? Go for it. $7 per month. Is that the official price? No, HBO is considering that. Yeah. That... Wow, the cable companies are probably going to be pissed at that one. Right. Like, what the hell do you do as Comcast in that situation? Because you can't give HBO for cheaper because... Because you have a contract with HBO. Yeah. Ooh, that's a vicious one. Hmm. What do you do as Comcast when HBO says, we're going to start letting people purchase us without going through you? I have an answer. I have one answer. I have one thing that I can think of that Comcast could try. What? Change the law. But I don't know that they could change it in a way that wouldn't hurt them because they own NBC. It's funny you bring that up because um, 
There's actually, remember how we talked about a couple of weeks ago, the FCC was putting a hold on the Comcast Time Warner merger? Yeah, well, they did some more investigation. Yes. Uh, turns out they are now suspending the review of the Comcast Time Warner merger and the AT&T DirecTV merger as well. Yay! So, so now there's another hold on it. Yeah. Go FCC for once. Well, this one was because the fact that um, the FCC wanted to get as much uh, information about, you know, the the TV industry as a whole before they made a decision on this merger. So they were asking for a limited disclosure of information like uh, carrier agreements and that sort of stuff, which the... Um, content companies uh did not want to provide to the fcc <laughs> wait you you want us to show you the fact that we're cheating with each other well they we also didn't they also, don't want to do that it's yeah it's all it's all information between uh, between basically cbs and comcast or cbs and dish it's nobody else knows that information but the fcc is like we need to know this information if we're going to make a ruling on this so CBS, Scripps, Disney, Time Warner, 21st Century Fox, Univision, Viacom, Discovery, and TV One all objected to providing this confidential information. So, you know, all the other companies that are, you know, not content providers, but distributors like Dish, Choice Cable, uh, Monument Sports and Entertainment, Grande Communications, a bunch of them requested that they would like to know this information. And so the FCC has now put a uh, hold on both of the mergers until the companies can agree on what information they are willing to share. That's awesome. What what happens when they all say we don't want to share anything? Well, the FCC is going to rule on the objections to the sharing of this information. They will issue a public notice setting forth new cycles, and it's kind of going to reset the clock a bit on this one because then there's going to be time to review and comment on the new relative information that has been released. Okay. So it's kind of taking a, a step back saying, hey, wait a second, we don't have all the information for everybody to comment on. Can you give us this information? They said no. The FCC said, all right, hold on. We're going to put everything on hold until we can figure this part out. Good job, FCC. It is rare that I get to say that, so I'm very pleased. So what do you think as far as Comcast changing the law? and lobbying to stop HBO from being able to do this. I don't know if they can. Well, you know, I mean, Tesla can't sell in Michigan now. Goddamn Governor Snyder and the House Republicans. But, you know, they're all getting lobbying from the big three. That was... Right. You know, it was going to be a tough sell. That was going to happen. And I'm kind of surprised that it took them so long to try it in Michigan. I had to probably jump through a couple of hoops. But still, yeah. Oh, the home of the big three doesn't want the independent automaker to, you know. Sell to. Sell directly to consumers because that might shake up their whole business practice. Hmm. Well, no shit. That's why they want to do it. Of course it's going to shake up your business practice. That's the point. So, yeah, if I ever want a Tesla, which I'm currently fine with my automobile, I can't buy it in Michigan. Nope, you'd have to drive down to Indiana. Buy it they, and then transfer it up they can, here. They in, can showcase it in Michigan, right? Tesla could open like a little store. They just couldn't sell anything. It's our store with a shuttle to Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder. No, if, no, no, no. Actually, you are incorrect. The ban oh, in they, Michigan is actually so thorough that Tesla says it is even prohibited from operating galleries within the state. Oh, wow. You could still go online and order it. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, that's how Tesla does their orders. They can't block you on the internet. True. 
If you go to Tesla Motor Vehicles, you can order from there. Oh, God. What am I doing? Andy, tell me. No. Ooh. Do I want the 60, the 85, or the P85? We talked about the P85 is the one that goes like a bat out of hell. Yeah. (laughs) Zero to 60 in 4.2 seconds. Dual motor performance. Ooh, the P85D, 3.2 seconds, 0 yes. to 60. We, we talked about this. This was the I big know. D announcement. Oh, man, Andy, you can do it for the price of my house. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the monthly payment is $1,500. Hmm. Your house? Or, or a, a Tesla? Tiny wait, car. wait. Gas, oh, it includes the savings for gas. So assuming you pay $200 a month in gas, it only costs $1,250. How much do we spend in gas? I actually can find that out because I'm tracking that information now. Show me gas and fuel. Oh, you can do dual track. Oh, man, you got like all the options here. Autopilot. Mm. All right, let's load this guy up. Let's see what, what, what it's going to come out. The Sub-Zero Weather Package. Wiper Blade Defrosters. That actually wouldn't be bad. Do you want the 19-inch tire set or the 21-inch tire set? Well, that depends. How big Uh, are the rims? I don't know. Because I would rather, if I had a 19-inch tire and, you know, had a lot of rubber on that, I might choose that. But if it's like a 21-inch rim and I only get, like, maybe an inch of rubber because my rims are, you know, banging, um, I don't want that. Uh, well, I, I don't know how to read tire size, but if you do the 19 inches, 245 slash 45 dash 19. Okay. The 21 is 245 slash 35 dash 21. So they're actually saying that the, the 19 inch has a 19 inch rim and the 21 has a 21 inch rim. Yes. Uh, I'd have to look at the numbers member and then I have to remember my ratios with tires. God. There's all this information up there, and it's just... Well, isn't isn't the, the middle number the PSI? No. No? Okay. The two numbers are tire width and ratio of width to height of tire, if I remember correctly. Okay, well, it looks like the 19-inch has more rubber, just by looking at it. Okay, hold on, let me... Or you could just get both. <laughs> you can actually order both. Okay, the first number is the width in millimeters of the tire. The second number is the aspect ratio of height to width. Okay. And then the diameter, the last number is the diameter in inches. Okay. So is it better to have a higher or lower height to width? Well, you want more rubber height. So a higher number. I do believe so. All right, then we go with the 19 inch because that's got the 45 instead of the 35. Okay, then. So then you'd have more yep. rubber to actually grip the snow. So with all of the options, you're looking at $1,800 a month. <laughs> $2,000 a month, basically. I'm sorry, but I think I will pass. It can be delivered by December. No, I think I'm good. Oh, you get to choose your paint color? Uh-oh. Oh, man. Uh, I'm not done. I'm sorry. Because uh, there's the all-glass panoramic roof and, and choosing the seats. Oh, dear. Uh... I think I've already said no. I don't think heated seats and a glass roof is going to convince me otherwise. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Then I'm just going to close this page. That was a fun activity. Uh, You should do it at some point just for the hell of doing it. It's kind of interesting. 
So CBS is doing their own version of All Access? Yeah, so kind of following HBO's announcement, CBS wanted to be like, oh, us too. So they're looking at an All Access with no cable required. But that can't I just, you know, go to the CBS website and do the same thing for free? I don't know. Can you? I don't know what CBS's website's like. Let's see if we can... Question is, can I see a show of MacGyver? I just want to watch shows, videos. Okay, maybe this? No, I don't care about the Millers right now. No, don't, don't automatically start playing the Millers. Damn it, CBS. I think the biggest part is the watch live TV. Well, no, it's not actually live TV. I don't believe so. Unless you're talking well, about the, the live. The, the all brother. access, the new stuff, all access. They're talking about it says watch live TV. Yes, but that is the live streams of the Big Brother house. Oh. You'd be able to stream new episodes the next day, but I don't think... Okay, you won't be able to stream live football games. No, football is is the last holdout. Yeah. um, Sports in general are the last holdout. You'll only be able to view streams if you live in an area where CBS owns the local affiliate. Even though you're actually paying for the service, you're still going to have to sit through commercial breaks. It sucks. (laughs) HBO sounds so much better. Yes, yes it does. Pay a local fee, here's our stuff. Not a local fee. Pay a fee. Monthly fee. That's the word I was looking for. Here's our stuff. Oh, look at this. I Okay, so CBS was still running in the background. The video is unav- unavailable to you because we were unable to load a message from our sponsors. If you are using ad blocking software, please disable it and reload the page. Hello, ad blocker plus. <laughs> Thank you, ad blocker plus. Let's see if it's even available where I'm at. Yes. Sure, use my current location. Tell me, is it available even where I'm located? Your local CBS station is currently not available. Wow. So, sucky CBS. Yep. It's an app that I uh, will pay $8 to do absolutely nothing. I feel like there's better usage of my time and money. Yes. I can't say one of the things that just occurred to me because I promised I wouldn't do it on the podcast. Okay. So what's going on with Hearthstone? Other than the uh, fact that I am currently ranked seven. Ooh, congratulations. Yeah, I found a, a good deck combination that I fiddle with, and it's actually been working out pretty well. Okay. Uh, well, what's happening is it's coming to Android and Ooh. iPhones early next year. Well, there's the, there's the big one right there. Yeah. Also that uh, 20 million unique players have been on Hearthstone. Well, then, that's surprising. That more people have played Hearthstone than have had an app. Well, so that's not true. More people have probably played WoW. Yes. But there are more people playing Hearthstone probably than there are playing WoW. Well, I'm curious if they just have the same sort of, if they can give me the same numbers like they do WoW. Because the WoW the WoW active subscriber numbers are actually pretty Well, but those accurate. are people, right, but that's because they're getting payments from those people. True. But then they also, aren't the active players also like logged in a certain number of times within the past month or something like that? For them I to do count? not know. That's up to Blizzard and how they want to count their numbers. But I don't know that there's any equivalent for Hearthstone. You do have Blizzard's PR contact. I know. I feel like I could actually ask these questions and get an answer, but... Ask the question. Would you like me to write it for you? No, I can write the question. That's I. Yes, I could do that if I really wanted to. It's not a could you, it's will you. I'm curious to know this. What the active Hearthstone numbers are. Not only what the active numbers are, how they are calculated. Okay. 
I'll see what I can do if somebody reminds me later. I will... Hang on. No, sending me a message now does not count as nope, later. No, nope, I'm not sending you a message now. I'm sending me a message now. You're sending yourself a message to send me a message later? Yep. Okay. There we go. I've set a reminder to remind you tonight to contact Blizzard. All right. Uh, is there anything else on here that you want to talk about or no? Uh, I think we're probably pretty good. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So, should we move to the random review? So, sure. Okay. Okay, then. Yeah. I want to review the Google Opinion Rewards. The survey thing. Yes. It is an app for your Android device that you can attach to your uh, Google account, which you use, you know, to sign into all Android devices in the whole nine yards. Um, And they will ask you uh, little surveys, like, when do you plan to buy your next car? Or when was the last time you went shopping at this store? I got How did one you drive for, there? I got one for um, what thermostat brands are you familiar with? Ah, yes, I got that one as well. I was not fam- I was familiar with Nest and Honeywell. That's it. Yep, yep. So you answer these uh, short little surveys, and they're just about pretty much about gobbledy a lot of just random stuff. Well, they are they are surveys that companies are paying Google to ask. So they're they're really quick. Because I, I have done other survey-taking stuff in the ba- past, and some of them have been pretty long. Like These at are one usually point, less than a minute. Yeah. There was one survey I took with another program that I actually had to watch an entire TV episode. Uh, I think it was for the ABC Good Christian Bitches or something like that. Uh, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Yes, there was an ABC show called, I think it was called GCB, which stood for Good Christian, yeah, TV series, 2012. Lasted March 4th to May 6th. Good Christian bitches? Yes. Like the derogatory term synonymous uh, with that, that's the same as a female dog. Yes. What? Yeah, that was the name of the TV series was Good Christian Bitches. I sometimes weep for our society. But that, that, okay, so that's neither here nor there versus our random review. But that I had literally at one point had to sit through an entire episode of that and watch it and answer it. And I think I got like $5. I wouldn't call that worth my time. No, no, it wasn't. These questions, though, I think the last survey I took was like two questions and I got 25 cents. Yay. And that is the thing. Like, they, the surveys are not frequent. Nope. And they don't give you a lot of money. I did have a survey that was a dollar. Ooh. But, okay, so I uh, originally installed this app during the opening ceremony of the Winter Olympics and um, shoot my phones across the room. Two seconds. All right, I'm back. The recent update to the app actually uh, gives you a log of how much you have earned and spent from it. Okay, rewards, rewards. There we go. Reward history. I have so far earned... Since February, $12.50. Nice. You can buy some good apps for that. Which uh, has bought me the expansions for the Catan app on top of some other apps that I wanted to buy as well. I think it also bought me Tasker. No, Tasker I bought on my own. I bought me something else as well. Yeah, yeah, I have over the past eight months earned $12.50. Just, you know, quarter, 35 cents, something at a time. Yep. Uh, I installed mine September 20th, so I've had it for just over a month, and I've earned $2.63. It's not bad. I've had three, four surveys. Four surveys that did not pay anything. Ah, yeah, I've had a couple of those as well. That's the other downside. Some of the surveys 
are just to find out more about you. There are basically. surveys for other surveys. Yeah. Yeah, um, so you can use the money you've earned to shop in the Play Store. So if there's this app that you want to get, but you're like, I don't know if I want to spend $5 for it, well, just slowly start to accrue some credit. Can these be used for in-app purchases? Like, this is Google Play Store money. Yes. Like I said, I pr- use this to purchase the expansions for the Catan app. So you have to remember to switch your payment source at the time. So instead of, you know, using the Google wallet, you would actually be able to select in the Play Store um, or whatever you're shopping for to change your payment source to Google Play Credit. And then you can use it. So will I eventually be able to use this with Google Wallet to pay for other things? I'm not sure. I have not expanded upon that. Because that would be cool if I could like point my Google Wallet to this and then go to the grocery store and use this money. Granted, like you said, you've only earned $2. In a month. In a month. Yeah, but that's a candy bar. Candy bar, a couple of things of Coke. Uh, no. No, two cans of Coke. Two cans of Coke, yeah. But like a, a, a 20 ounce is over two bucks now. Not where I'm at around here. Around here, I can normally get two for 250 Uh, Maybe I'm going to the wrong places. Where the hell are you shopping? Everywhere. So uh, if you don't mind the random questions every once in a while and uh, you want to earn just a couple of bucks, it's a pretty easy way of doing it. You can even actually, if you if you feel like you're getting too many surveys, you can actually tell it to basically, I think you can tell it to back off. Yeah, but why would you? I don't know. Like I said, I've, I rarely even notice yeah. it. It's one of those. Now, the, the other side of this is, of course, no, you know, if, if you're getting money for nothing, you are the product, right? Yes. Google is paying us to keep us happy, but they are collecting tons of information about us. True. Yes. You do have the big brother side of this thing where... You're going to answer some questions about when you went shopping, and then Google will be able to take that information and create a better picture for you for them to make better sales pitches for you for their ad sense. So we're probably getting pennies on the dollar from what they're getting, is what my guess is. Yep. Okay, random topic. Random topic rolled ahead of time. Speaking of smartphones, what would you do if you were not allowed a smartphone anymore? Use a tablet. Oh, he just saw the loophole and went right right it. for it. <laughs> I, you you asked me that at the beginning of of the podcast, like I know exactly how to answer that. That's an easy one. Yes, yes, it is. I'd use a non-smartphone. I'd use just a regular phone, and I'd have a tablet. Especially now that you can uh, make phone calls outside uh, through Google Hangouts. Right. You just need it. You just need a Wi-Fi connection, and boom! It's not a smartphone. It's a it's a tablet. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a, uh, one of the guys at the radio station has an iPad and an iPhone, or not an iPhone, an iPod Touch. And he just uses the microphone on the iPod Touch? Yeah. Yep, like he, you, you, he, don't he, need, you don't need a, a phone anymore, as long as you have a Wi-Fi connection. Yeah, there's the caveat, as long as you have a Wi-Fi connection. Yep. Which, Wi-Fi is many places, it's still not everywhere. Granted, cellular connections are many places, but they're still but not, not everywhere. everywhere. Right, I mean, so what's the, what's the difference there? Coverage. Yep, cell phone coverage is wider, but that's yes. about it. It might also be faster depending on what the Wi-Fi connection is attached to. True. Because you still could, you know, have the top-of-the-line Wi-Fi connection, but if you're attached to a DSL line, you're not yep. going to have LTE speed through that. 
Yep, that is true. But what would I do without a cell, without a smartphone? If I couldn't use a smartphone, I'd use a tablet and wearables. You try and augment the smartphone-ness to other items. We are moving closer and closer towards something called ubiquitous computing. Is that Did that start when everybody said, hey, the cloud is everywhere? It started long before the cloud was a term. Okay. Besides, the cloud is... When people say the cloud, they're, they're, I laugh at that because the cloud is what we used to have. I still like it when people at work talk about our private network as the cloud. It's like, no, no, you, you, you can't, no. Yes, you can access it from any building because they're all on the same network. Can you access it from outside of the buildings if you VPN in? If you VPN in, yes. Then it's the, the cloud. The number of people who have VPN connections is a handful. Okay. So for those people, it's the cloud. Yes. For me, I could access it anywhere as long as I have some sort of internet connection. But for other people, not as, mu- not as cloudish as they think it is. No. I, I don't have anything else to add to that. I mean, that's I actually, what I would do. I, I, all right. So can I create a caveat of not letting you have a tablet either? So I can't have a smartphone. I can't have a tablet. Yes. Uh, so what about wearables? I don't know. It, I mean, the wearable without the phone attached to it is a little less powerful. Yes. Is there any way of doing anything with a Google Glass that's, you know, not when it's attached to your phone? It it has no Wi-Fi connection, just the Bluetooth to a phone. Okay. That's my understanding of it. I don't. The Google Glass gets dumb. My my wearable watch gets dumb pretty quickly. Yeah. I mean, so basically, what you're saying is you can't use like Android OS. Yeah. Um. So and the iOS too. I'd have to watch. What I'd have to do is ask, what if I make my own computer to to take with me, or is that then a tablet? It's just, I feel like you're just then expanding. Okay, so phone, you expand it to a tablet. Oh, we can't use a tablet? All right, I'll expand it to a laptop. So the real thing is you can't have mobile mobile computing technology. Yeah, if you couldn't... Is is that your caveat? Is that that's how you want to limit it? Well, I feel like that's the the next logical step. Okay, we start with a phone, we go to a tablet. Okay, can't have a tablet, go to a laptop. Okay, you can't have a laptop. Then what? Um, I, I mean, I guess I have a phone to make phone calls, and I carry a laptop. Like, I wouldn't carry it with me everywhere, but basically it's it's go back in time eight years. Yeah, and then you, I would have to learn to do other things while waiting in line. Right. I mean, like, I'd have a pad of paper if I want to take notes. I'd probably try and carry a notepad with me. I actually do that for work, and that, that actually helps out a lot more than I originally thought it would. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. It's, it's highly encouraged where I work that you always have something to write with and write on. I literally have a uh, pack of notebooks here, literally on, sitting on top of my computer. 80 sheets in each one. They're yep. four and a half by three and a quarter inches. Yep. These things are amazing. Yep. So, I mean, that's what, I, that's what I'd do, is go back eight years and live like I did then. I'd probably also carry, like, my Game Boy with me more uh, frequently. Yes. And by that, I mean my Nintendo DS, because it's not a Game Boy. So you would just, aug- like I said before, you just augment the smartphone-ness into other items. Yeah, pretty much. That, have, that, were, that existed before, before the convergence of everything into the smartphone. Yep. Would you carry a point-and-shoot camera then as well? Not often, but yeah. I'd take fewer pictures. I'd probably take more care with my pictures and, and try and compose them a little better. Yeah, this question is a little weird because like, what would you do if you were not allowed a smartphone? Well, I'd go back to what life was like before a smartphone. Before a smartphone, right. Like, we survived. I have not become so dependent on this thing. Um, 
Now the question is, what if our future hypothetical children they would not survive as well? Yeah. All right, but I think that's it. So you would think that today's youth would not have it any harder than they, we would have it. They would survive. Okay. The human race is flexible. Very true. That's why I'm going with the, uh, oh, what was it? It's not the, yeah, it's the, the purity trait, I think, is what I'm going for in, in Civ. Harmony and or purity. What? Ah, ha, ha. Go play Civ. <laughs> Saw that one coming. Yep. All right. That's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.